to another episode of the Barn Session Podcast. My name is Sammy Coakley. I'm joined here by my two brothers, Ryan and Reese. Gentlemen, dual season is here, and I got to ask, how are we feeling about it? I love dual season. A lot of good yeah. matchups. A lot of good matchups that you you that have a higher chance of happening rather than tournament tournament season where, you know, you never know what's going to happen at a tournament. Yeah, you saying that is making me think of some sort of thought that I had about why we get better matchups at duels versus tournaments. And it has something to do with wrestling multiple matches in one day versus not or something like that. I'm not going to lie to you. I was talking to dad about this last night. We were discussing uh, kind of this area or whatever, but, you know, he was talking about, he's like, you know, Penn State, they don't go to a lot of tournaments anymore. Uh, they, you know, they're mostly duels and all this other stuff. And you see a lot of teams kind of uh, doing the same, not, not doing so many tournaments and being more dual focused. And dad's always been kind of the, uh, you got to get tournaments in because the last meet of the year is a tournament. Like you got to be, re- you got to be ready to wrestle multiple matches in one day. But I broke it down for him like this. I'm like, dude, the NCAA tournament is like a duel for some of these kids. Like you're only wrestling one. If you, if you win out, you wrestle one match per session. Right. It's very similar unless you're, to, to a duel. Unless you're a, a heralded pigtail national champion. Yeah. Unless you're Pat McKee backside Pat. Right. You know, you're, you're wrestling. You're not wrestling, but even then you're only wrestling two matches in one right. session, you know, yeah. hey, and you're not wrestling three, four matches. There's, there's some, there's some merit to that, but, but also like if you re- if, if during the dual season, you're wrestling two matches a week, probably maybe three, right? You weigh in on Friday, you wrestle, you weigh in on Saturday or Sunday, you wrestle. That's it. I think that's, but right. that to me, I mean, that's what I'm, was my point was like, that's very similar to kind of how the NCAA tournament is, is set up. Yeah. Similar. It's, yeah, it's probably, I mean, you're probably right. Uh, a, a weekend of, 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 of like three duels is probably closer to what, um, your system is like as compared to, to a nice, nice drink, Ryan, as compared <laughs> to a, a, you know, what it's like wrestling at the CKLV or Midlands or something like that. What do you think, Reese? No comment. Um, could you repeat the question? <laughs> <laughs> Reese has not been paying attention. He is out. He's spaced out. He's I'm like, let's at, get this I was over looking with. at the duels. I was looking at the uh, duels. We're, we were talking about, uh, you know, the preparation preparation for the NCAA tournament or why why teams aren't doing so many duel or tournaments anymore versus duels and how the NCAA tournament is kind of set up and like like a, like if you went out in the NCAA tournament you're only wrestling one match a session right so it's kind of set up like a dual tournament so what was the question how do you feel about that? I mean, what, what, what's your thoughts? What do you on think? That? Where like, are you yeah, at? Yeah, where are you at with that? How do what you do feel I, about do teams? I, teams we we have teams prepping, or we have not prepping. Excuse me. We have teams, you know, getting away from tournaments and going more towards duels, like Penn State. Penn State has gotten away from going to so many tournaments. They do more duels than they do anything. 
and they wrestle the best, and you see other teams kind of mimicking that, is that because that's how the NCAA tournament is set up? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I think to, I like tournaments. I'm disappointed that Penn State doesn't do more tournaments, especially like the major. Like I'm disappointed that Penn State's not at Southern Scuffle. I'm disappointed that Iowa's not at Midlands. Um, well, they have their own yeah. tournament now. Yeah, and that yeah, sucks. No, it's still disappointing that they they were at Midlands for you know X amount of years, and now they're not they're not there anymore. Yeah, I agree. I, agree. Uh, I think that's a, I, I think that's a little more political. I the Iowa going away from Midlands is probably a little more political than Penn State deciding not to go to Southern Scuffle anymore. I wonder. Right. I mean, I wonder if if the Penn State move is is something that's backed by data or something like that. Because probably their data their data intensive. I Kale Sanderson's the smartest coach in America. Probably the world. Yeah, he's probably was, got so. What was I just? What was I just thinking about? <laughs> I had a thought. Oh, oh, Penn State. Yeah, it's dude. The the brain is scattered. It's it's like a it's shattered. It's all over the floor. I, I'm picking the pieces up. Um, Penn State is probably in in a position where like you you can do that. You can't afford to not really wrestle a whole lot of tournaments. Meaning you can't wrestle. You don't have to wrestle a whole lot of matches. Um, but you still get high level competition because you're in the Big Ten um, conference. If you're if you're writer, you probably can't do that unless you go out and you seek out out of conference duels. And uh, you know, a lot of teams are going to be like, "Well, why would I do that? What does this do? What is this? What am I getting out of it?" Right, right, you know? right, right. right. Yeah. I don't know. That's that's where I'm at with it. Tough. Um, yeah. Before we but before we get to the the duels that we saw this weekend, because I mean there were lots of duels, lots of great matchups, lots of um, things centered around the duels. Like I mean, I'm, it's a crazy attendance record that um, Oregon State just set. That was crazy. Uh, but before we get to that, I want to discuss something that um, I've seen a lot of conversation about on. Twitter and, and social media. And, uh, I, what I don't understand and, and for, for the context, um, Baylor Fernandez for, for Northern Colorado has repeatedly done, uh, created positions and, and hit moves in positions, uh, against his opponents that, that injured them and gotten, um, kicked out of matches. And a lot of people because of this fact are, um, pointing the finger at, you know they're not they're not completely neglecting the responsibility or, or the you know the the um, burden that Baylor Fernandez has to to you know keep his emotions in check and not hurt people. But a lot of people are like Troy Nickerson, you're enabling this. You're a coward. Like what are you what are you doing allowing this kind of thing to happen? Um, and I'm thinking to myself, you only have so much control after you put your wrestler out there on the mat, right? So you have to think about that. What do you see in the practice room? What do you see behaviorally um, for everything outside of those seven minutes that you put, you know, where you put your wrestler out there on the mat? And I also think about the fact that if I'm a if I'm a if I'm a coach and Ryan, maybe maybe you can give me a little bit more insight to this. I I like to think that I have the, the, the capability and the possibility to to make an impact on my athletes and to to put them in in the more positive mindset and a more positive, you know, 
just action in general, right? And so if I'm Troy Nickerson, I'm not just going to see my kid hurt somebody and say, all right, immediately you're done, right? It's okay. That was bad. We need to correct that behavior. What's our action plan, right? Yes. And if you do that and things are good for so long and then they go back to bad, it's like, okay, well, now I really need to be, I need to, I need to be careful, right? Because, you know, this, I'm bearing responsibility at this point. Yes. And, okay. If you look at, you know, some of the things that people have said, this is, this is a little bit of a tangent, but I mean, the Northern Colorado put up their, their, you know, on their social media, the rankings that they had for their athletes, that their athletes were ranked. Baylor Fernandez was ranked because he had beaten a couple of ranked guys or one ranked person at Southern Scuffle. And then people were quote tweeting it and they're like, yeah, I saw that. I, I see a certain person on here who shouldn't even be on a team. And it's like, dude, do any of you understand what, how things work between yeah. administration and social media management and an actual team and yeah. how that guy probably has, there's a good chance that they have no clue what's going on oh, right now. No, they're no. just doing their job. That's what I was going to say is like, here's the deal. Right. We are only seeing what's happening out in competition. We have no idea what's going on in that room. Okay. No clue. So for all we know, Baylor could be making significant improvements to his attitude and behavior and all that stuff in, you know, right in the room. So that's what Troy's seeing. Troy's seeing improvement. Troy's seeing improvement. He's ready to take the gamble. Coach Nickerson's ready to take the gamble and put him out there in competition. And then he's, you know, all right. So you're doing, you're doing good here. All right, you're doing good here. You're not, you know, no slip ups, no slip ups. But here's the deal, and this is, and this is probably the right thing to do. You put him on thin ice, and just because he's doing better doesn't mean you thicken the ice. You keep right. him on thin ice. Yeah. You know? And the, I mean, when you, and you just have to remind him, like, yeah, you're doing good, but you know, don't forget, like, you're still on thin. One more screw up, and I can't, right. I can't save you. No matter how how good you do now, I can't save you. Right. It's it's a it's a three strikes and you're out thing, and and no matter how many foul balls you hit, you're still at two strikes, one yeah. more, and it's it's over. Yeah. Yeah. Who I don't kicked know. him That's, off the team? I don't know. I'm, I, I, I don't know if it came from Troy, if it came from the AD, the president of UNCO. I have no clue. No clue. Who, I, who, who said he could not wrestle for, for Northern Colorado anymore? I, I, think, I think it was Troy, but I can't confirm that. If I had, um, if I had to guess, it came down to the chain yeah. of command, right? Right, right. Troy, the, the, Troy, the, had to be, Troy had to be bad cop. That's right, normally and, how it goes. And maybe the AD was like, look, this is my, like, I, I can't, I'm not in a position yet to force your hand. Right. But, but this is my, like my strong advisement. Like the, the, the reward, the payoff is not worth the risk. Not even anywhere close, I think, especially at this point. I think at the, after the scuffle deal and I mean, after the scuffle deal, like that was probably, that probably the AD was probably like, I have to force your hand now. Yeah. Sorry, dude. Probably. Yeah, that's that's just what I wanted to to get on about because I don't think Troy Nickerson's a bad coach, and I don't think he's I don't think he's putting Baylor Fernandez out there with the anticipation that he's like ah there's a there's a forty percent chance that the other guy's going to get hurt, and I'm okay with that. I don't think that that's the expectation. I don't think that that's what's what's going I on. I hope I hope the kid I hope Baylor figures it out. I hope he 
finds the help that he needs or whatever, you know, seeks out whatever he needs to seek out, lands at a Division two, three NAI, lands somewhere else, finishes out because he's got eligibility left. Does he? You know, and, and I don't know. I'm Maybe not. Maybe not. I don't. I but maybe he will. They give out eligibility like it's candy these days. Oh, he is. He's a junior this year. So, so yeah. So he, you know, he could have one more year of eligibility. Let's say you know he corrects himself and lands it. Uh, who ca- who cares? Fort Hayes State, St. Cloud, Carn. You know, it could Grand land at a Division Two Grandview. Could land at a nice NAIA life or yeah. Who knows? JUCO's out of the question for him, but. Yeah, that's probably where he needed to go. Should have came probably. to us. Should have came to Iowa Central. We would have. You, you know, straighten that out. Straighten that out. Give him the backhand. Make 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 him kiss the ring. Kiss the ring. Kiss Moffat's seven rings. Oh jeez. Yeah, that's that's all I I I needed to say because it had been it had been brewing in me for a little bit that like. The, I'm, being a, I'm being a Troy Nickerson sympathizer, and that's that. I'm with you, Sam. The the attacks on Troy Nickerson are, I, I mean, I understand the pressure you got to put, but at the same time, it's like, all right, come on, let's wait. Like, there were people right after the event that were, you know, calling Troy a terrible coach for even letting this kid step on the mat, and it's like, Okay, slow down. You don't know what's going on. And then since this has gone down, like he's obviously taken the correct steps. Right. I mean, yeah. yeah. Man. That's just where it's over. Yep. It's it's over now. Reese, did you have any opinions on that? Well, I'm definitely uh, less sympathetic than you guys, but. Detroit? That's okay. Detroit, yeah. But, yeah. That makes sense. Why? I don't, I don't like know. know why. I, I I just in my eyes, it's it. He was he didn't. I mean, did he even choose to kick him off the team? And like after this incident, would if if he had to, if he had if he didn't have to do it, would he have done it? Is is what I'm wondering. And like even yeah. after last year, after the Tanner Cook thing, I'm like. I don't know. Hey, he had done it prior to that, and then what at, at Minnesota as well? Like, I mean, I, that's that's the rumors that okay. Minnesota kicked him off the team because he was dirty. the Tanner Cook thing was just Those like rumors. Crazy dude, the Tanner Cook thing. I was like, man, yeah. that's so. I don't know. You got to believe know. in second chances. Yeah, and like I said, Reese, you just. You but just don't know what's going on. Second chances is like behind closed doors, maybe bad right? bad grades. I, I saw the like... I saw the the direct messages between Tyler Lillard's mom and Fernandez's mom, and I was That's like, uh, okay, I think I can kind of see why this has been an issue for longer than it should have been. Well, um, and, that, and that's the other thing too is like you're seeing. Actually, this is I have a question for you, Sam. Did you wrestle Baylor? I did at Cadet Trials. That's yes. what I thought. Okay. Yes. I can't remember. I think it was a criteria match. I think I think I won on criteria. Uh, I thought that's that you wrestled him and I don't that's yeah. the thing is like I, I he didn't do anything to you in that match, did he? Uh I mean, he wrestled remember. he wrestled aggressively, but that was really it. Uh, yeah, there was yeah. no 
yeah. Yanking, yanking of joints or anything like that. No, all of my joints were intact, fortunately. But I mean, I did see, I, I saw other people saying like, yeah, he had issues in youth. He had issues in high school and. Yeah. Yeah. I beat him. Nine yeah. So the second chances thing, I, Adam, I, was Adam, than I, I don't know. Uh, no, I, me- I remember, so I remember like my backside uh, route uh, for cadet trials was like pin or or tech and then a very close match pin or a tech very close match like that type of back and forth thing so i remember but yeah um that's really that i think we should get onto the duels because there's a lot of there's a lot of great stuff uh that happened starting on well the first the first duel after the night of the scuffle was on wednesday that was purdue and lindenwood not not a whole lot of matches um, to look at there. Um, but on Thursday, uh, South Dakota State upset Michigan, uh, which is probably tied for the biggest storyline of that duel with uh, uh, Austin Gomez making his return. Austin so. Gomez making his return is cool, but they were still missing, what, three out of three out of ten starters? Yeah, so key, key I... starters, key starters. So they... Who do they have at 125? I'm I'm completely blanking. It's going to be DeAgostino. It's supposed right, to be Right, okay. Man. Yeah, DeAgostino and then Cannon at 33. So or, neither of them are Or Ragason. Or Ragason. Or, or Ragason, I guess. Uh, Lemley beating Carlson. Still an upset. Probably, like, Carlson is good not win for this year. Good win for Lemley. Carlson, Still, Carlson is a March man. Good win for Lemley. Yeah, I, I'll agree with both statements. Gomez beating Alec Martin looked good. Didn't didn't wow me. Looked good. That's it. Alec is tough. Shout out Kansas. Uh, I wish. Yeah, I wish. I thought you said. You know what? Whatever. All right. uh, no, you're right. Okay, that's that's shout out Ohio. Also, shout yeah. out Kansas. Yep. Um, Swenson. I wanted to see him versus Luan. I feel I've liked watching Swenson wrestle this year. Um, but still a good match for him and 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 Zach Matten. And this is the this is the one that I was thinking about because another Matten. Yeah, that's I mean, what is that the fourth? Is that the fourth Matten? Third. So we've had Cole. I don't know the other ones. How Drew. many are how many Mattens are there? Is there a Drew Matten? Yeah, there's a Drew Matten. Was Drew my age? I'm looking it up right now. Dude, there's too many of them. <laughs> In the meantime, while he's looking that up, while he's looking that up, I was thinking about the fact that Cam Amin would have wrestled instead of Bo Mantonona. And I mean, he probably would have had the exact same point point wise result against Tanner Cook. I don't think he's going to major him because he doesn't have, you know, he doesn't overly, he doesn't open himself up offensively. And you, you don't want to do that against Tanner Cook, because if you do, if you open yourself up too much, you take too many shots, you're going to get, you're going to get caught in the trap. So I, uh, I don't think that, that I think people are like, man, if Michigan, if Michigan started all their guys, they would have won. Yeah, but I don't think it would have been. I think it would have been closer than you still would have thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It still would have been a great duel. Yeah. Like Tanner Jordan versus Diagostino is still a good match. I think. All right. Are you ready for what I have found? Yeah. Tell me about the Madden's. All right. There's four of them. Three of them. Three of them have wrestled at uh, Michigan. 
Okay. Drew, Zach, Adam, and Cole. I that not in that order. Actually, I have no idea what the order is. Wait, who the hell is Adam? Adam is the fourth one. Okay, he's the youngest, right? Okay. That's I don't know I if don't he's the youngest. Name. I have no idea. I have no idea. Zach could be the youngest. Cole, <sighs> Cole just graduated last year. Drew. Drew was my age then. Drew wrestled from 18 to 22. Yep. Adam. Let's look it up. See where he wrestled. It doesn't say Adam wrestled at Michigan. Adam, Matt. Shout out, Rishi, are you still with us? Your, your, your uh, camera's he's, frozen. He's frozen. He's been gone for a minute. Is he not with us? He's gone. Damn. We'll get him back. I don't know. Listeners, if you know, did Adam Matt wrestle in college? If you know, let us know. That's a great question, Ryan. I don't don't think think he did. I don't don't think he did. I'm pretty sure he did not wrestle. um, If he did wrestle in college, I'm actually certain he didn't wrestle in Michigan. Oh, my goodness. Adam Madden is in high school. He is the youngest. Uh, He's still in high school? I'm stupid. I'm so stupid. God, they're just, they're never ending. They're like the, uh, they're like the, what's, who who are the Duke brothers from Colorado? Yeah, but they had, there were two sets of twins. That's different. Yeah, that's, that's even rare. That's, that's more, it's more rare. Well, but what were their, what's what's the last name? Fine Silvers. Fine Silvers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Adam's, now what, two? Adam's the youngest. Shout out Adam Matten. Future Wolverine for sure. For sure. Pretty much pretty much a lock. He did just wrestle Gray Burnett a, a day ago. Who's that? Oh, Gray Burnett. Uh, Burnett trained his big, big, uh, big club in Ohio. Nah. Gray, well, shout out. Gray's good. Shout out. Shout out, Gray Burnett. Perrysburg. Um, yeah, Griffith over Cade, Cade DeVoe, DeVos, good win. Bergie over Jaden Bullock, also another a major decision. I liked that. I liked seeing that for, for Bennett Bergie. Um, and that then, was a good win for Bennett. I mean, that, that was that was pretty much it in, in the duel itself. But, yeah. I, I have a theory. I have a Tanner Cook theory. I don't know if you want to hear my theory, but I have it. I love your theory. And, okay, so – I think he's I think he's pulling back, right? In the past years he's been he's been going he's been going full click every single match, right? You shoot on my leg, I'm I'm putting you on your back. It's 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 guaranteed, right? 60% of the time it works every time. I think right now he's 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 going he's looking at the stock market and he's he's sold all of his Tanner Cook stock and he's he's dumping the value, right? He's putting it in the ground. So that come postseason, people have completely written off Tanner Cook. Right, and then, and then high, Keegan O'Toole goes out fire, there. High fire central, baby. Exactly. Keegan O'Toole's like, I'm not even worried about this. Like this kid's washed. And then Tanner Cook just hits him, hits him yeah. with the, hits him. With doesn't the get it on the first time. Doesn't get it on the first time. And Keegan's like, oh, maybe he does have it. Whatever. I can just take another shot and score on him. Hits him with not with the high flyer, but a cement mixer this time, and, and gets the, gets the pin. So, that's what I see happening. I like it. And I hope I'm right. I hope you're right uh, too. Honestly, that's the world that I want to live in. Oh, that's what—that's exactly what I want to see. And I'm going to manifest it. <clears throat> uh, there was also there was a tournament this weekend that Franklin and Marshall. Yeah the the Lehman the Lehman Open or the the Lemon Open I think it's Lehman. Um, 
there were some 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 okay matchups uh but what i was most interested to see was uh our our national patriot wyatt hendrickson going out there and wrestling i think he bonused his way to the finals and and beat uh beat the campbell heavyweight uh in a, in a good match nine to three so good to see him back on the mat wrestling well happy to see that um, Ryan, you're raising your hand. What's up? No, I was, I was, I was raising my hand in victory for Wyatt. Oh, okay. I could only, I could only see the sleeve, and so I was like, my bad. Yeah, I know. Is it a I fist? Did, is I it? Did, I did is go like a... this. You weren't watching, and then I punched up in the air. Ah, okay. I got you. I got you. Um, yeah, that was that was what I liked seeing from that tournament. Um, Reese, Reese, you're back. Are you back? Maybe he's not back. Oh. No, you yeah, are. You're, you're back. back. You're back. You're back. You're back. We're so back. <laughs> I didn't know you could just hit the refresh button. <laughs> you were, dude. You were gone for like at ten least, or fifteen minutes. At least ten minutes. Yeah. You're yeah. Oh, that's oh good. man. <laughs> yeah, it, it froze on you making like this kind of face, and we never heard from you ever again. We couldn't again. tell. On the face that you're making right now, that's the face it froze on. So we couldn't yeah. tell if you were listening. We're like, is he? Is he just? Stoic? Is he just? He just that stoic. You know, is he that worried about what we're saying? He's like, oh god, I don't know if I want to if I want to speak on this subject right now. Um, but yeah. Uh, uh, I understand. Yeah. I'm not going to I'm not going to I'm not going to run with that Reese. I'm going to maintain some diplomacy. Yo! Ryan, you're making a face. What's happening? Yo! I was watching What's... the Packers game and now I have to have Sunday ticket to watch it. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Uh I can give you an update. I fucking hate this. Sh- pisses me off. Yeah, what's the score? It's uh, Packers are winning seventeen to nine. Um, Not good enough. Not good enough. I, I'm I'm looking through through this this list of duels from is this Saturday? Yeah, no, from Friday. From Friday, and I have to apologize to Oklahoma State specifically to John Smith. Um, Are you not familiar with his game? I you know at this point I gotta. I got to say I wasn't, <laughs> I was for a while. And then I wrote him off and I was like, he ain't, he ain't about it anymore. You weren't familiar but, with his game. That's okay. Dude. He's got some, he's got some studs on that team and they're, they're scrapping. Teague Travis. Savage. Hey, I like his team. He's got a scrappy team. He's got a team of, of guys that you're like, I don't really know these I wanna, games. I don't really, know I don't want to wrestle games. that guy. Yeah, and then you wrestle him, and you're like, "Oh, no, I don't want to go back out there." I've honestly, I'm, I'm honestly like, the Iowa Oklahoma State duel this year is gonna be a brawl, dude. I'm, I'm excited about that one. Yeah, me too. Uh, but let's let's look at their their duel against NC State. They beat them twenty two to twelve, which is a lot of points. Great duel, and, and again. 
uh, just a further continuation of the insanity at 125 pounds. Troy Spratley beats Jacob Camacho. I don't, I don't think he's our national champ anymore. But I don't know. Who is Sam? Like the list, the list of of title contenders just gets bigger. <laughs> it's every like week. ten deep, bro. Right. I, uh, that's that's conservative. I feel like it's like fifteen. There's so many dudes. I'm a, I'm going to the rankings right now. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know what to do with it. Um, I love it. Chaos. Yeah. Uh... He be he beat Camacho seven to two. Fix majored Kyarini. I. Am, that was a shock to me. I am worried. Tiny Mungus is looking good. I love it. I yeah, I do like it. Get your get um, your ship, baby. You've been you've been in the game um, for a minute. Get your ship. Seriously, baby. no kidding. Um, Ryan Jack and Tegan Jameson had a scrap six to four, uh, in favor of Jack. I. I was kind of hoping more for more from Jordan Williams. I I don't know about I don't know what you guys think, but I mean I just remember him always being clutch in high school, and I always felt like he was going to be kind of a bigger name collegiately. I don't know what you guys thought, but that was what I thought. I mean, I don't know. You never know. I've I've in this game I've figured out that it's like what you do what you what you do in high school doesn't really matter. Doesn't matter at all. Just get 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 yourself in a room and then it figure just it out ma- from there. What matters? Yeah, exactly. Well, or I mean, and developing good habits, good training habits, yeah. good training yeah. habits. That's what matters. You got good training what habits you, when you go to college. You're going to succeed. What you do on the mat in high school is not as important as what you do, you know, in the room in college or off the mat completely in college. Yep. It's all about that whole lifestyle change. Um, Teague Travis upsetting Ed Scott. We, we mentioned that. Isaac Olenek continuing to look good. I'm really starting to think that we should start to consider him as a title contender. Olejnik? Yeah. I thought he already was. Were we not putting him in that? I still kind of had like David Carr and Keegan O'Toole. Yeah, I I don't know. He looks good, right, and yeah. it, it looks it looks so hard to take him down. We'll see. He'll he'll have a match with Keegan. Keegan is that Keegan looks damn near Keegan looks damn near unbeatable right now. Yeah, maybe. I mean, who's the toughest guy he's wrestled so far? Uh, Ruth up at seventy four. Uh, I'm, yeah, yes, yes. That is his yeah, toughest match like, so but far. But like, I'm not super impressed by that. I don't know why. You're not super impressed with him. What? What he he didn't he major the the dude? I don't know if he majored him. I think he was a takedown away from a major. It, but okay, yeah. Still, Edmund Ruth is number three at seventy four, and he was. A takedown away from a major? I don't know. Like, Edmund Ruth, I don't know if I put him at the same level as Olenek. I don't think I do. I don't think I do. They're, comp- they're comparable. 
yeah i mean and and hey maybe i'm maybe i am i'm not recognizing the the edmund ruth game maybe i'm not but for now i've got a lennox up up in title contention tier and here's the thing he doesn't need to beat keegan o'toole to win it he doesn't well he might he might have to but he doesn't have to beat Keegan O'Toole. It's not like Keegan O'Toole is going to be in the finals and whoever Listen, he wrestles. Listen, he's either going to see him in the finals or the semis. He's literally, he's literally, Sammy, Sammy. Okay, yeah. I mean, you're right. Actually, you're right. Because let's say some crazy stuff happens at Big Tens. And he, if he wins Big Tens, then you're right. He might not have to wrestle Keegan O'Toole to, to win a national title. Whoa, but you're, that's you're, what, that's you're, what it would take. Yeah. That's what I meant. I meant Big 12. Okay. That's what I meant. I mean, I... Because all, all three of them will be there. All three of them will be there. If he wins... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, he has to beat one of them. He would, he has to beat that. both of them. He'll have to beat both of them. He's going to no, no, have no. to beat both of them. Here's what I see. Here's what I see. I see Keegan O'Toole being the one seed. I see Keegan O'Toole being the one seed, right? O'Toole or Carr will be the one and two seed, and Olejnik will be the three, or or it'll go Carr or O'Toole at one, Olejnik at two. He's going to have to see them both at Big 12s. He's not getting the yes. one seed. Unless he beats them no. both in a duel, he's not getting the one seed. You're not letting me speak my piece here, man. I'm it's thinking, a- all right? O'Toole at one, right? And then however it has to happen, Olenek at two, right? Ramirez at three. Yes, because his only loss so far this year is Olenek. Carr, Big Ten champ, whatever, at four and five. I just think Ramirez, he thinks Olenek, he think Olenek's, he think Olenek's getting the two, and Ramirez is getting the three, and that's going to pit Keegan and Carr as the one and four. So this is what he's thinking, Reese. All right. Listen, listen. He's yeah. So, he'll have to beat David Carr, but he doesn't have to beat Keegan O'Toole. He's thinking. He's thinking he's going to beat David Carr at Big Twelves and lose in the finals to Keegan O'Toole. He's going to get the two seed. He'll have to beat Julian to make the finals, and then. No, 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 David Carr is going to be that man. Mitch Mesenbrink. No. He could, no, no, no. He could lose to Keegan O'Toole as much as he wants to. Listen, statistically, his route to winning a national title is going through both Carr and O'Toole. Statistically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. And not just I mean, he's gonna wrestle and, both of them. And listen, not just not just those guys, dude. He's gonna have to go through guys like Hermity, Caliendo, Gilch, Messenbrink, Fish, Messenbrink, Peyton Hall, Ramirez again. I mean, dude, this weight is awesome. It's a great weight. It is a great weight. Uh, and who's the who's the Oregon State kid? Olkin. Him too. Don't forget him. Can we? Are sorry. So are we segueing? Are we segueing then? Yeah, let's segue. Let's seg. Let's 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 make our way down to the seg, huh? My man, real quick before we seg, 
my man has to beat Tanner Cook. Tanner Cook. Right. I guess I can only have one theory, huh? <laughs> I guess that's the way this is working. My man so. has to wrestle has to wrestle Tanner Cook and not get pinned. That's yeah, not, so that's I'll take not that. Easy. Actually, well, no, but he did do it last year on the backside of Nationals. So I know, I know. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, let's uh, let's talk about this this duel. It's impressive to me that Oregon State was able to have eight thousand plus in attendance for a duel against, and maybe. I don't know. I haven't actually figured this out. Maybe it was because they were wrestling Penn State that they were able to get that many butts in the seats. But I mean, I mean, you got 8,000 plus people. You're assuming 90% of them are Oregon State fans because it's at Oregon State. Yes. How did you sell out 8,000 plus people to win one match? You won one match. <laughs> But okay, and, I, and, I, I, and the fans had to know that was coming. Braden Davis looking, looking great, looking great. Yeah, and then yeah, you, and then and then you got uh you got the Nagao, also uh, great Bartlett. I guess I don't know what happened at forty nine. Who they wrestled at forty nine? Kasak, Kasak, and he won. He beat Nash Singleton. That's right. No, that's right. Kasak, Kasak is the forty nine. Bartlett did have an overtime. Win against Belton. That was a little bit fun of a match. shocker. Yeah, that was a it was little a fun bit match. Of a shocker to me. Um, Haynes had a crazy close match against Crosby, ten Cros- to eight. Crosby's good. Crosby's good. Um, yeah, he well, he's two time two time JUCO champ, right? Yes. 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 He for yes. Iowa Western. Yeah. Yeah. Look exactly. at me. South I'm Dade. sorry. South Dade product. Yep. So. He's older. Sidebar. Crosby is older. Crosby? Yeah, he yeah, didn't yeah, yeah. he didn't come to JUCO's till like three or four years after he graduated high school. Whoa. How'd that work? I don't know. He just didn't enroll in school. And then went so to Iowa well, Western, like- won two titles, could have won a third, could have came back and won a third title. Decided to go to Oregon State, red shirted and now he's on his last year of eligibility for Oregon State. Is he my age? He might be. Look it up. Jeez. I just know. Anyway. He, I just know he didn't go to Iowa Western right out of high school. He took some time. Took some time. Gotcha. So. Um. Mesenbrink uh, has gave Matt Olgin the worst beatdown he has received. Yeah, he's in college. He's ten and two, and one of those two is a tech fall. That's bad. Yeah, no, but in but in all of college. But in all of college, like in 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 his entire career, yes. Oh. Like he, I think he had been majored a couple of times before that, and Mesenbrink teched him in less than four minutes. Nice. Yep, yep, yep. It's you're you're correct. But man, Mesenbrink stock goes up after that. Mesenbrink stock has been up, dude. We know how good the get it the kid is. I'm not shocked that he tech falled Mesenbrink or that he tech falled Olgin. I'm not shocked. I mean, the last time he got beat by bonus points was 
at Nationals in 2022 against Evan Wick. Listen, you're talking about a, a pace that no one else has at this weight class, dude. Who's got a yeah. pace? Who's got a pace like Mitch at this weight class? Maybe Dean Hamidi. Maybe. Uh, but it's not the same. But it's not the same. You're right. There's no pressure with it. Not as much pressure. Yeah. I. He's he. It it probably doesn't work though on on car and O'Toole. Right. I don't know. It might. Probably doesn't work as well. It might. The series. Probably not. I agree. Uh, Staraki beat the crap out of out of Whitlake. Um, do you guys remember when Whitlake initially committed to yes. Penn State? Yes. And then I I remember I remember him saying like in his decision to switch commitments he's like something about that place felt off. And like, what could you have meant by that? Or were you just saying whatever you needed to say to justify? Sure. Probably. I, I mean, what what could have been off? You went to Oklahoma. So, ah, that place fell off. I'm going to Oklahoma State. Everything feels on there. I mean, uh, what, what, yeah. what could have felt? Yeah. What could have felt off? What off because you know maybe they could have they were potent they can potentially recruit above you, and you don't like that. Like that's gonna happen everywhere. But yeah, it definitely yeah. Hey, I mean, be right back. You guys go ahead. Talk what you want to talk about. Be right back. Well, the 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 one win that Oregon State got came as an as an upset. Um, Munoz beating Truex. Um, I don't know. I, I didn't really know that Oregon state has what four, five, six, seven, nine, nine of their guys are ranked on their team. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I look as far as programs that were down for a while and then got new coaching and research pretty quickly, Oregon state's up there. They, I mean, they had, um, during that one season, they had what three All Americans, right? Willits, Kaler, yeah. Um, I so Ryan was talking about you know why why would eight thousand people come watch their team wrestle the number one team in the country, you know, and like pro- almost assuredly get beat down. It, I'm also thinking about the fact that if I'm a fan of a team. I'm not going to go to their duel against Long Island University, right? Because that's not entertaining to any degree, right? Right. And like, I, I had a lot of conversations about this. Yeah. I, I talked to probably three or four, maybe five different people about like what in the world can you do to get what I would have to imagine to be every single wrestling fan in the state of Oregon out to your arena for a duel on Friday night. That's in Friday evening, 5 PM. What are you doing? Uh, Cause 
Well, I'm throwing. I'm not throwing shade. I'm saying that it's impressive because you're not working with with a wrestling state. If it's if it's Pennsylvania, if it's the state of Pennsylvania, and you're pulling in five thousand plus people for a big duel, I'm not super shocked, right? I'm like, that's good, awesome. You should be able to do that. Oregon's not a wrestling state. They've got. I'm sure they have plenty plenty of people in their state population wise. I don't know what the numbers are. I'm not a, a populist. No, but like it's taken them time to to go from what they were, which was before Pat Pop, a, a, a team that barely brought in any crowd, to now being their first ever sellout crowd. Right? It's taken them time. I feel like this this whole like eight thousand plus people crowd kind of showed up. I mean, maybe it's just because we haven't been paying attention out of nowhere. And I just want to know what what I what I'm really curious about it is how did it happen? Right? What what did Three, four years. They were really, they really were a decade, dude. No, dude. I mean, not even half a. I mean, five years, half a decade, right? That's what he was saying. But I mean, even, even then, like, oh, if you ask me, like, they were still good. They were still okay in seventeen, like eighteen, nineteen, twenty were some of their bad years. Yeah, but I don't know. I just here's that, the deal. I just want to know what I'm glad. I'm glad I came back at this point because th- this is part of Pendleton's job. Part of a not just Pendleton, a head coach in general. Yeah, part of your job now is to get butts in the seats, butts in the stands. Right. And so you're, you know, you so you put that as a head coach, you put that on your director of ops sometimes. Uh, hey, what do we do? What do we do to market um, our duels better? What do we do to get more butts in the seats? Because right, that's what I got to do. That's part of my job now. Right. I just, I just want to know. I and, and you're asking the right. You're as a, you're giving the right example of what a coach, what kind of questions a coach should be asking. And I want to know what his answers are. I want uh, the secrets. Yeah. I want sure the sauce. Mar- marketing. They did. There was some kind of marketing in there. I don't know I don't, what flyers. Yeah. I, don't or... know. I don't know if he's having if he's reaching out to all the local clubs and high schools. Like, hey, get your kids out here. I don't know what they're doing, but I want to know because and, and and I think everybody should want to know because it can only benefit your program team, your, your program to have more people in attendance. You can be a, a, a title contending team, but if you have 300 fans at every duel, it doesn't matter as far as monetary generation from a dual perspective. So. Maybe maybe part of maybe part of it was, hey, we need to put pressure on the number one team in the nation. We need more people. We got to yeah. put, put the pressure on. Right. That would be my approach, I guess. Yeah. Uh, we had a, a tri duel on Saturday. Northern Iowa, Wyoming, and Nebraska. And there's a couple... Whoa, 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 whoa. What did we miss? Oh, Ohio State and Cornell. No, that's that happened today or yesterday. That, uh, happened, today. that happened on Friday. That was on Friday. Oh, uh, what about Iowa State and Arizona State? Was that last night? Yes, I missed, I missed both those duels. I okay. missed both those duels. My bad. Which one do you want to talk about first? Iowa State, Arizona State. Go for it. Speak your piece. Uh, I mean, impressed with Cody Chittum. Impressed and and continuing to be impressed with younger Bastida. Continue. Yeah, 
I think. I mean, what's going to happen? Is Gable coming back? I don't think so. I'm going to say no. I'm saying no. I'm saying with no one, I'm sticking with it. But everyone, but the, what happened to him being enrolled? Was that fake news? I feel like what? Who is who? who the what? The one person who who mentioned that was Pat. Nah, Mayo, who, no, 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 no. There was multiple. Right? Mul- it was multiple, multiple sources, multiple sources okay. saying he had re-enrolled at Minnesota. I don't know if there's a way for me to see who is currently attending Minnesota University. Um, no, no. Then no. Then do we really know? Do we really know? And he hasn't wrestled. There's been no rumblings, no rumors. I feel like what the one thing we've heard is that at the beginning of the season, he came into the room and said, hey, I'm going to wrestle for this team. I, my, my whole point with all this was like, even with Gable in, I think Younger's a title, not a title contender, but a finalist. He could be. He's a finalist. He's in I that think there's tier. zero shot that he would ever beat Gable Stevenson, and I think there's a small Listen, chance that he can beat Kirk. I'm putting him in the same tier as Wyatt and Kirk. I'm putting him in there. Yeah, I, I mean, I, it's pro- it probably should be Kirk, Younger, Wyatt right now. That's probably what it should look like. No. That's what I'm thinking. No. No? Should be no? Kirk, Wyatt, Younger. Should be the how it is. Uh, younger so far this season has looked more impressive than Wyatt. I don't... I mean, listen. What do you mean so far? Is, Wyatt's been injured. Injured exactly. because of a... Our world championship, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Correct. And has zero losses on the season. Yes, but. And has been recovering. Listen, Wyatt is the returning third place. Returning third place. Okay. Younger coming up from ninety-seven after not all American, not making the podium last season. Right. And I know he's looked good. I think he's looked great. But I'm not ready to put him above Wyatt yet. Yeah, I don't know. And and then the plus there's never mind. Forget it. Like if you, if if you want to go w- with official rankings, then yes, you're right. Younger at three, but like power rankings wise, just like just just based on on what I'm seeing with my eyes, not the numbers, but what I'm seeing with my eyes. You heard it here first, Wyatt. You heard it here first, Wyatt. Look, let it be fuel for the fire. You, let, you heard it here first, that. Wyatt. Sammy doesn't uh, believe in you. I do. you mentioned you mentioned you mentioned Cody Chittum beating or winning beating Jacory Teamer pretty Chittum. big win. Um, and I think there's a lot of madness at 157 to discuss. So I feel like we should get into that later. 57 like 165 is a great weight class. I agree. Uh, I did. I do feel like you kind of skipped over Caleb Larkin pinning Zach Redding, Redding in 48 seconds. I didn't skip over that. Caleb Larkin is him. Caleb Larkin is yeah. good. We know how good that kid is. And Zach Redding is not a... F- I can't... I don't... I feel weird calling him a full-size 41. But he, but he kind of is. He's beaten 49-pounders, Reese. Yeah, that doesn't matter. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. But he also wrestled 141 less than a year ago. 
he's not he's not a 49 pounder i'm gonna say he's not a 49 pounder caleb larkin is probably a massive 49 pounder um maybe not massive but he's big and he's yeah i it's not a crazy result but what it did make me think of is who is the is casey swiderski yes good question Uh, he's hurt i believe um but also for arizona state their 41 pounder last year that beat brock hardy what was his name? Oh, he, he's recovering too. They're, they're, yeah, Issa Garrett. Yeah, Emilio. They're keeping him in red shirt this year. He's hurt. I don't know if he's hurt. I made that up. He, they're keep, but they are keeping him in red shirt this year. Okay, that's okay. You know what, Arizona State, you get a pass. Who's their thirty-three right now? Uh, Clay Bowles. Well, no, it would have been he. Emilio would be a 41 pounder. Who's 41 right now? Cody footy or foot. Oh, maybe he is hurt then. I have no clue. Yeah. (laughs) You heard it here first. Reese likes footy. I don't know. I, I mean, I honestly kind of had to take a second to process because I was like, does he like does he like footy as a wrestler? Or does he like does he like the name or is he a, just a foot guy? He's just a foot guy, isn't he? All right. Reese likes feet. I don't know. I don't know. About that. <laughs> He's wrong. <sighs> Good, I won't yeah. either, but. But, hey, let's be honest with each other, the three of us. We've all thought about getting on that foot finder. We've all thought about getting on that foot finder app and just put posting our posting our feet picks up there for for some spare change for some spare change. No, I have a I have a, a wart. You haven't it. thought about it, Sammy. No. OK, wait, 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 wait. You're right. You're right. I have thought about the concept of doing it. But I, yeah, like I have I have like. I got you know what? Who's I'm got not, pretty I'm, feet? Tell me who's got pretty feet. I don't know. Why don't you go look on Foot Finder and find out, Ryan? Hey, maybe that's maybe that's what pe- maybe that's how, what people are into, Reese. Maybe they're into that shit. There's a lot of different foot fetishes out there. Guys, I want to talk dude, about. You've got some long is... ass toes. <laughs> I want to talk about. Sammy does talk- too. Sammy's got. Sammy's got. Chimp feet. I'm gonna say it. Chimp feet. <laughs> Sammy could strangle me with his feet if he wanted to. Just wrap all the way around. <laughs> okay. I want to talk. I want to talk about. The best duel of the week, Cornell, Ohio State Ohio versus State. Cornell. <laughs> um, it was a duel that probably would have gone to Cornell if Vito had wrestled. But you you work with the cards you're dealt, right? Yeah. Um, Here's the deal. Cornell still had opportunities to win that duel. 
Absolutely. You're not wrong. Vince, and you know what? Vince, dude, Vince, why are you getting fucked up so bad, Vince? I, I, got, I got a theory. I got a theory on, on, on Cornella and his, what he's good against and what he sucks against. Okay. But before we even get to that, Quit I need, so fucked up, Vince. I need to send a message out to the Cornell uh, coaching staff. You need to sign Jacob Cardenas up for a math class right now so that he can figure out how to get a major because it was there and you just chose not to take it. Sorry, Jacob. No. Sorry, Jacob. Yeah. You just I mean You just chose not to take it. He chose it dude. I you do that and I have no idea what happens. You probably still you might still lose on criteria. I don't know what the what that looks like. But put yourself put your put yourself in position, you know? Push for it. Also, also, um Foca with a pin over Hoffman. That was awesome. Big. I love that. People are Gavin Hoffman should be at 197 still. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're absolutely right about that. Hoffman is not uh not looking great at 184. Looks like that cut is killing him. Um I don't know why he did it to begin with. Dude, I don't even I don't want to get to the end of the of the duel yet. Um I want to talk about Meyer Shapiro versus Patty Gallagher. <laughs> Shapiro started fading. Um and I understand from Patty's perspective, go for the win. Uh, but to get win Dixied and then ridden out to get tech falled instead of giving up a decision, that's tough. That's a tough, that's a, that's a bad break. That match is going to be a lot different the next time they wrestle. And they wrestle. And it will, well, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. It'll be at NCAAs. I think they're going to run into each other. Yeah. Match is going to be, Maybe. I mean, I a lot different because Patty's a lot I mean, better. It, Patty is. He's a lot better than that. He just makes, he makes some mistakes here or there. Yeah. And, and he's definitely much better this year. I think it was, I think it was like a three point match at CKLV. I think it was a lot closer than that. Um, And that was kind of it. Ramirez, Hepner looked good against Ramirez. He's he's I didn't realize how squirrely Hepner is. Um I don't I don't uh I feel bad for anybody that has to go out there and wrestle wrestle uh Rocco Welsh. He's a scary dude. Um and be careful. Except for Carter Storaki. You two have fun. Um I have a, I have a funny story about Rocco What's up? Rocco Welsh Give it to me. and one of my wrestlers. Okay. Matt Matt basically Matt Sarbo basically tried to fight Rocco at uh, some PA tournament back in the day when they were both in high school and apparently at the same size. This is what happened. Rocco beat Matt in a match. They were chirping. They get off the mat. They're still chirping. And Matt fakes a punch. He likes to do it. This is Matt's thing. Matt will just come up to you and just do this right here. He'll just act like he's about to punch you. He just will. Because he's a little fucker. Right. He did that shit to Rocco and the people, the tournament people kicked him out. They kicked him out. They kicked him out and his whole family, I think. Wow. Well, him uh, as I think his uncle was going crazy too. I don't know. Well, I'll have Matt tell the story one day. That's crazy. I do have to correct myself. Um, 
Shapiro and Ga- and Patty Gallagher did not wrestle each other at. I don't um, think they did. I thought they did at CKLB. I don't know why. No, I, I didn't they did. think they did. No. Um, no, his loss, Patty's losses were to Bryce Antonio, right, Bryce Antonio and Ryder Downey, uh, who we will get onto later. Uh, did you guys see the clip of Nick Feldman taking down Luis Fernandez to no, win the match? I haven't seen it. The only clips Dude. I've seen from that duel are of Dylan Palacio <laughs> videotaping the Ohio State fans. Have you seen these videos? They're hilarious. No, I haven't seen those either. He's got one where it's him. He's It's his phone. There's a couple of videos yeah. where it's someone else's video him, videoing him. He's got one yeah. where it's his, his phone. It starts, it's just him, and then he kind of like pans the camera over and you see this lady and I can't tell what she's saying. It sounds like she's saying O-H-I-O. I hope that got, I hope I got that on your video or some shit like that. That's pretty clever. It was clever. And then Dylan pans it back over to his face and he, exactly what Reese just did just now. He just looked down and it was just like, what the fuck? That's funny. (laughs) They were, that's funny. I think, I know. But. I think I saw. I think I saw um, because Palacio is is good friends with uh, a kid who was on the Cornell team, Eli Beanstalk, who I saw in the in the crowd. Well, behind. Dylan, Dylan Dylan's best friend is Johnny DeJulius. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, but I feel like I saw because Eli Beanstalk I saw in the crowd, and right next to him was a guy videotaping. He had his phone out the whole time, and I'm like, uh, I, I wonder who he's sitting next to. It was probably Dylan. I didn't really think about it. But if you guys, you guys gotta if in for anybody listening, you gotta go look at Nick Feldman's last takedown against Luis Fernandez. Absolutely brutal for a Cornell fan to watch, but from a technical perspective or just from watching just beautiful wrestling, it was a, it was one of the slickest shots I've ever seen a heavyweight shoot. It was amazing. I was like, damn. What kind of shot that, was it? Explain it to me. Get out of your chair was, right now, back up and show me. Okay. So he was here, right? Back up. No. Um he he was getting he was you know he was trying to tie up or fake a tie up to get Fernandez to reach and once ah. he felt that that fake that, that kind of I was being serious about the visualization Sammy I was being well, dead I serious can't. you know what Ryan you're going to get a lot better of a of an interpretation just if you go watch the video um but i mean he shot it was a head it was a lefty high crotch is what it ended up being and he doubled off to finish it but he was on the opposite side of the body, so he had to duck underneath as he did it, and it was more of a of a lateral shot rather than driving through. Yeah, he like he like swung underneath to to get to it, and to be two hundred plus pounds and do that, it's pretty crazy to watch. Also, around your Packers won, so in the playoffs, baby. There you go, go Pack, go. There you go. Good job, the Bears. The Bears. That's tough. Sorry, sorry, Jay. It's... What about Tampa Bay? Are they playing right now? Did they already win? Uh, I, I don't know. Let me take a look. Uh, Buccaneers. Yes, they won 9-0. to zero. Wow, what a snooze fest of a game. Baker Mayfield into the playoffs, baby. Right. I, I need you to never make that face ever again. Stop. <laughs> um, okay, Saturday, we had a tri-duel, a tri-meet. Um, three types of meat and they were serving up polar Panther, bear, cowboy and Husker, three types of meat. There you go. <laughs> uh, and 
there's like two big things. Actually, no, there's way more than that. But there's there's two things that come to my immediate mind. Um, there well, is what I was gonna say. Welcome back, Nash yes. Hutmacher. He awesome to see him back. We'll see how much he plays into it, right? Oh, I think I think he's they're gonna be, he's gonna be their guy. He'll end up. Being yeah, guy. yeah. I think he's better than than their current starter. Um, but I mean, I, I, I'm pretty sure what? How old is he? His last, I think he graduated high school in 2020. So 21, 22, 23, 24. Okay. This might be a redshirt junior season. I don't know. I was just trying to guess. I mean, he can. Last time he wrestled was in 2020. He can still play football next year and then declare. Because, I mean, he's a lineman, so declaring for the draft is a little bit different. But. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't I know think what that looks like for him. He'll end up playing. He'll end up playing in the NFL. He's good enough. Yeah, probably. I don't know anything about that, but I don't know. There's, um, there's people out there that think he's. I mean, he's a good, great wrestler. But I mean, from what I heard from people in South Dakota, was that he was a better football player than he was a wrestler. There are people at Nebraska that are saying that he is a better wrestler than he is a football player. So, who knows? It's a good question. Uh, I mean, he came up. He came up in this duel. They didn't really need him, but it was, you know, good cap, good capitalization, good way to cap it off. Um, get getting a pin over Wyoming. Um, I mean, you're going to put him up against Wyoming's heavyweight and not Tyrell Gordon for his first match. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, he said. Then he, yeah, he didn't wrestle Northern Iowa. Um, they put Harley Andrews out there. I w- I, that, I was interested in seeing him wrestle Tyrell Gordon. Uh, but plenty of other interesting things happened in this match, in this duel. Um, and only most of it was not in favor of Nebraska. This is, I think, the second time this season that Kale Happel has beat Brock Hardy. Did he beat him at Cliff King? Yeah, pretty sure. Oh, on the backside or for fifth and yeah. sixth, whatever. Uh, it was somewhere in the constellation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Ryder Downey. Ryder Downey beating Peyton Robb, which so that and Cody Chittum beating Ja'Cory Teamer, 57, like you said, is a fun weight class. And I don't know what it's going to look like at this point. Ryder's tough, too. People kind of don't know who Ryder Downey is. Ryder's good. Ryder's good. I I was looking. I think I was looking at his rat wrestle stat earlier this this morning. Matt, um, Matt Sarbo wrestled him at U20s last year in the first round and was up 4-0 on him. And then Ryder got in on his leg and picked him up. And I don't even know what the move is called, but basically flat-backed him. He, he ended up teching him 14-4. to But he like flat-backed him. Put, picked him up in a shot, took a shot, and, Matt, and lifted Matt up in the air. And Matt is like trying to defend, but not, I don't know. And then just, you know, instead of cutting across and flaring a double... He was in on a high crotch, and he just went whoop, straight back or straight down or whatever, and Matt went straight back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you think Ryder Downey – Yeah, do you think Ryder Downey, like off the restart, said you're about to get worked, boy, and then – That would be funny. And did that? That would be funny. Just just Iowa 157s just just chirping – or no, Chittam's – or Swiderski's 49, yeah. but still. But still. Matt has been, uh, Matt has been triple crowned. Here in the state of Iowa. 
Got beat by. Really? He's got beat by Ryder Downey. He's got beat by Joel Jessaroga. He's gotten beat by Casey Swiderski. It's one it's a tough one. One of each. One of each. That's the triple crown right there. Tough, tough, tough. Um, yeah. Uh, Ryder Downey's losses so far this year are two to Ed Scott, one to Jacory Teamer, and he uh, lost to Patty Gallagher, who he's also beaten. So he's got no bad losses. I yeah, he's probably probably in that area to contend for a spot on the podium. So it's good. See how, how his season goes. Uh, super close duel between Nebraska and Northern Iowa. It had to come down to criteria. They were both deduct- deducted a team point. Uh, and the big swing happens at 197, where Silas Allred gets a, a non-controlled fall over Wyatt Volker. And it's kind of a fast one. I don't know how you guys felt about Wyatt it. Wyatt was pinned, but not when the ref called it. So no. if you're not in position to call the pin, don't call the pin. That's where I'm at. Hmm. Reese? I w- I'm interested to hear what you think about this. Okay. If you go find the clip, you'll see it. Why it is pinned at one point, but not when they called it. So, like, as a ref, you can't be, like, looking at that. And like, as you're coming into position, you're like, oh, he could get defensively pinned. Oh, he was pinned. Pin. Like, especially in a non controlled fall. You like, can't he better be pin pinned. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I was also trying to think about is like, if you don't have control, it probably can't be. A it better touch be fall. a pin pin. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. But. Yeah, Northern Iowa probably should have won that. Northern Iowa probably should have won the duel. What are you going to do, though? Stay off your back. It's the name of the game. Stay off your back. Stay off the back. Protect your neck. Protect the neck. Uh, What else on Saturday? That's pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, there's been a couple of things happening today i'm just looking over this ruckers versus pen duel shaber beat kolioko that's a good win and mitch more over <gasps> yes yeah dude more madness 25 Who over all rider kid unranked i hate this weight tyler, class tyler klinsky from rider <gasps> Yeah. So <laughs> what? what? <laughs> I don't even know that name. He's, I do now. He's seven and nine so far this year. He, Whoa, yeah. seven and nine and he beat Dean Peterson? Dean had to be sick. I'm chalking it up to the flu. The flu beat Dean. I mean he's beat Jet Strickenberger. He had this kid has? Yeah. The seven and nine kid has, has beat Jet too. Yes, correct. You are correct. Jet has one loss on the year, it says. No, that's not true. Jet is eight and two this year. Both no. Yes. Uh, no, he should be eight and three. These have must not be updated then. This oh, he's, this he's lost he lost he went oh two at Midlands. He lost to, oh, to yeah. Tyler Klinsky and then Ethan from North Central, a Division Three school. I well, I'm familiar with North Central, the divisions, the Division Three school. Shout out Zach Cook. 
Shout out Zach. Um, yeah, that happened in the Rutgers duel against Ryder. Also, the halftime point. Uh, oh, there was a Colt. The Ryder uh, one fifty seven beat uh, Rutgers. So Colton Washleski beat Andrew Clark four to one, and I guess both teams were deducted the point. I think it was like eleven to five at, at halfway. Um, yeah, not not uh, what you normally see on, oh. on the score. That's a low score. 11 to 5 after 57? Yeah. It's a low um, score. Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, what else happened? Cornell and Virginia Tech had their duel, and probably the most uh, noteworthy thing that happened is there's a chance that we might... that we don't see uh, Bryce Andonian for the rest of the year. What happened in that in that match? So that he it was a it was a weird like that shocker. Would be, that would be the end of his career, wouldn't it? Shocker! It was a weird position, and I think you're right. Um, so he going through the whole match, they end up in a weird position. Nobody scores. They end up in another weird position, and Antoni gets on top. They go out of bounds. Uh, Shapiro does something weird, almost gets a reversal. Antonio stays on top with like a boot in on the far side, but he's falling off. So he's got a boot in on the right and he's falling off to the left. And I think it got overextended somehow one way or another. And um, Antonian, something happened to Antonian's knee or his hip, no matter what, uh, what I was told is that, cause you couldn't see on the camera. So I asked around, you couldn't see, or uh, Antonian was seen walking off the mat and he could not put any weight down on his right leg. So maybe his left leg. You think it's a ACL or MCL? What do you think? I have no idea. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do you know? Something. <laughs> but here's my here's my armchair doctor diagnosis. Something in his knee went pop, and now it hurts to walk. Hopefully, it was his MCL then. Yeah. Uh, to further, yeah, which and that and that sucks. I'm hoping that he uh, can manage to get pretty healthy for the postseason. Hopefully, um, Cooper Flynn beat Brett Unger. Uh, Cornella beat Tom Crook in a, a solid match. And so here's here's what I'm seeing with Vince Cornella and what I think is going on and what the trend is that I see about the people that beat him. He's got a mental block against Jesse Mendez. Uh, He's got a mental block against Jesse Mendez. I think it's more so about the the style of offense that his opponent has, right? The guys that have that have beaten the crap out of him are Jesse Mendez, Anthony Echemendia. They've both done it twice, so that's not really flukish, and Tegan Jameson. All three of them have beat him, and they beat the crap out of him. Um, and I think it's about their offense and how either sure, sure-footed they are in their offense or just about how intense their, their, their shots are. Something about that. Because, I mean... The Tom Crook match was 4-2, but Cornell was in control of the match the entire time. He was able to, you know, control the hand fight, control the pace of the match, and get to his shots. And I wasn't I wasn't ever worried about Cornell losing. My- when I was watching him with Jesse Mendez, every time he got in on a shot, it looked like Mendez or it looked like Cornell was just just shooting in and then trying to hang on for dear life. And then every time Mendez got in on a shot, it was like, oh crap can we get out of bounds before he finishes the shot? Well, that's what I felt. It, it seems like he's just kind of been like 
I don't want to say scared to wrestle him because that's not the fact, but it seems that he has been something something in his brain changed after Mendez kind of kicked the crap out of him in freestyle last year or last summer. Maybe. Ever, ever, no, seriously. Ever since then, the dude hasn't even been able to really come close to beating Mendez. Yeah. I don't know. Um, that's what I see. Cause like he, he had a match against Bo Bartlett and yeah, it was super close, but Bo is not like an offensive juggernaut. He doesn't shoot a whole lot. He's very, very selective. So Mendes, that's where my, but that's how Mendez is sometimes too. Mendez is like, I, that's what I'm he's saying. A, that's, that's, he's, that's what I mean. Mendez knows he's in Cornella's head, yeah. dude. And, and if you if you have those one on one matchups where you're like, I know this opponent, I know the way they wrestle, I know like what this situation is. At that level, you gotta you gotta make adjustments, or at least try. I'm not seeing any try to make any adjustments. Is my point? Well, I mean, he went from a tech fall to a major against Mendez. That's that's a change. Sure. Right? Yes. Cornelo should not be getting tech fault or majored. Maybe. Maybe you're right. Um, Luis Fernandez uh, had another super wild match against Jimmy Mullen. Um, New Jersey State champs. Yeah. So it ended out in ultimate tiebreakers. Fernandez won six to three. Um, The scoring went. That uh, nothing happened in the first period. Uh, Fernandez picked bottom in the second, got away. Mullen got a takedown. Uh, or no. No, maybe Mullen picked neutral in second, got a takedown. Fernandez got away. So it's three to one going into the third. Fernandez picks bottom, gets a reversal, and then rides him out to send it into overtime. Um, and then uh, in sudden victory in the first two minutes, there, sh- there was a takedown. Between both of them, they both were in position to get takedowns. They both had takedowns as far as I could tell. This ref, and you could definitely see it at 157, was scared to make calls. And you, I mean, I understand kind of waiting a little bit at 157 because the position is going to change 30 different times in five oh, seconds. Where was the duel at? Cornell. Okay. Um, But there was, uh, and it was like crazy wild scrambling that you don't really see at heavyweight. It goes into the right outs. Fernandez picks bottom, gets ridden out, but also... Mullen gives up a stall call, which takes, you know, a fraction of a second off the clock. So it's less than 30 seconds of riding time. So he's got 29 in change of riding time. He picks neutral because he's like, Fernandez is good on top. If he rides me out, he wins. If I, if I get away, he could still take me down and beat me. Right. Right. So let me just pick neutral. Um, And Fernandez takes kind of, kind of a clean shot with about 10 seconds left and gets the ride on wins six to three. So crazy match. Fun, fun stuff. And Cornell won that duel 24 to 13 off of the the back of a injury default at 157. So what's wrong with Katka then? I think Mullen might have won the spot. Mullen's the man. I, I don't know because I don't know if he's I don't know. I don't know. Could be. Maybe they're Good testing. The, they're testing the waters. Is Actually, he? A f- yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Is this one of his matches? Is he in red shirt? 
I don't know either. Was Reese still with us? Oh, there he is. Is yeah? Is he a true freshman? No, it's fresh freshman. Well, I mean, like you, you're you cannot be you cannot have wrestled your true freshman year and then be in redshirt the next year and do this. Yeah, this is yes. only for your first year of college. Yeah, yes, but I cannot remember if this is his first year of college or not. He redshirted. He redshirted for football this year. I know that. So. Uh, why can't I find him on WrestleStat? No, this is this is his very first year. And he like he was like not on the radar in high school last year. I don't know what the deal was. So, but I mean, he's got he's got a pretty solid resume this year. His only losses have been to teammate Hunter Kaka, Isaac Trumbull, and now Luis Fernandez. So, so he's not a bad year. He's lost to Kaka. Yep, that was at the Keystone Classic. But if he's getting better results against opponents, then I don't know. Davison or not Davison. Fernandez has beaten both of them now. So they're kind of I mean, it's probably a negligible difference and they're just having uh, Mullen out there getting matches. Could be. That's what I'm thinking. Jimmy's good. That's my guess. Because Katka's already wrestled Fernandez. So they're thinking, let's try Jimmy. Um. I'm ready for Ben Keeter. Give me some Ben Keeter. Dude, yeah. So is it just is is this going to become a regular thing? Because this is three guys now in this season. We got Nash Hutmacher, Ben Keeter, and Jimmy Mullen, who are all yeah, football Nash, guys Nash, that are also wrestling. Nash was never planning on coming out for wrestling. He just decided. Right, right, right. But but like this is this is my thing though, is that we're just seeing this a bunch now. What's causing it, right? N-L-I? Maybe. More money. Maybe. Um, there are two other things that I was thinking about talking about. Um, we have the, the Zagreb coming up. Yeah, um, the, the, Jimmy Mullen was a freshman. It says freshman on his football roster, too. So he could definitely still redshirt this year. Yeah, I'm guessing he's going to redshirt. Um, we could talk about the Zagreb, or we could talk about Bo Nichols' upcoming UFC fight and why I think it's a terrible fight. Who, who's he fighting? I don't even know who and who they announced. Um, oh, crap. This is not the time for me to be spacing out on names, but it, it, that's exactly what's happening. Uh, he is fighting... Uh, come on, internet. Give me, give me, uh, Cody Brundage, who's ten and five, and eh, not great. He's not very good. I think, like, just just give him like a tough. He hasn't had a match where it's like, I don't know if he's gonna be able to beat the crap out of this guy or not. I don't know if this match is gonna last more than thirty seconds or not. Ten and five. Give me one where like ten and five. What are his five losses? Uh, one of them is to a guy that trains down here who uh-oh, doesn't uh-oh. know how to wrestle. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. Which, so, um, I think his last, why can't I, like, look this guy up? Um, his last two fights, I think he's won. Uh, 
fight record. But still, give give Bo Nickel uh top like, fifteen. Top fifteen guy. Give him give him a top fifteen guy. Sure. Give him that. Yeah, he's won his last two fights, but they've been against Zach Reese, who I don't know, and Jacob Malkoon. Like, give can we give Bo Nickel it's the UFC dude? They're they're just they're gonna play the long game with Bo. They want <sighs> they want they want Bo to be to be a star. They want him to be a star for a long time because he's gonna make him a lot of money. Yeah. Okay. Well, they're gonna play, uh, the, they're gonna play the long game with him, dude. Well, if you bet if you bet Cody Brundage to beat Bo Nickel, you're either really lucky or an idiot. So. I always bet against Bo Nickel just in case. <laughs> Sorry, Bo. What do you bet? Like five, five cents? Bucks. Yeah, five bucks. <laughs> like just and in case. Just in case. And then you're you're set for life after I, that. I mean, uh, yeah, I got a couple couple thousand dollars in my pocket after that. Dude. That's stupid. Listen, if Bo's gonna lose, I don't want to be that sad about it. I'll be sad for a little while, but I'll be a little bit happier with some cash in my pocket. Wipe wipe your tears with some Benjamins. Exactly. I understand. I don't do. I don't just do that for Bo either. I do that for just about anyone. The fact that I didn't put any money on the Chicago Bears today was kind of incredible. That's an interesting. So you're either sad about the result and happy about the money you've made, or Happy about the result, and you don't care about the five dollars you lost. I pay, yeah, exactly. I, you know, I'm just like, I'm going to put a little bit of money in here. Well, Reese knows I have a superpower. Sometimes I'll spend more money, just, just because, like, for example, what game was that, Reese? That I'm thinking of right now. He's gone. Yeah, Reese. Name. What game was that? Chief. Come on, Reese. Was it the K State game? Where I needed K State to score oh, yeah. one more time, probably, <laughs> or something like that. I don't know. Sometimes it doesn't work out for me like that, but some like I put I put like ten bucks down on K State to do something, and then they were like a yard short of doing what I needed them to do, and then they still beat KU too. I was pissed. Right. Oh no! So there's a grab the. Excuse me. Um, so Greb Open is it is uh, starting on the tenth. So starting in three days. And is Jordan Burroughs he backed was out. entered, but is, no, he backed out. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, I don't care. Um, I don't care anymore. I'm out, dude. But there's still there's still some interesting matchups. Like what? I want to see how this George or this this. Uh, well, nope. Georgios, uh, how this Greek does against like Quincy Monday and Jason Nolf. I want to see that. I want to see how Tavanyan does against Yanni and McKenna and Garrett. And also Destrobots is in there too. And Amuzad is in there. I mean, 65 is a lot of fun. Sebastian Rivera is also in the list. Say it, Reese. Say it. Say it, Reese. Don't you fucking dare. Say it, Reese. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were. That's why I was trying. 
I was like, no, no, say it, say it. Who cares? How is Marsteller going to fare up at up at 86 kilos? Yeah, about that one. Who cares? Maybe a little bit. Um, probably a lot, actually. Zahid at 86. Doesn't really matter. It's David Taylor's weight. If I was Everybody Zahid, else. I'd be getting huge and trying to take out Kyle Snyder. That's what I'd be doing. That's 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 insanity. That's crazy. That's crazy talk. Why? 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 The kid literally gets better. The the bigger he gets, he gets better. That's he, Zahid Valencia. Competition changes. It's not him. He he stays the same as the competition that changes. Listen, he should get strong as hell and try to take out Kyle Snyder. He's got a better shot than taking out David Taylor. Yes or no? Yeah, I agree. Oh. No! <laughs> enlighten, enlighten, uh, me. enlighten me. Enlighten me. He's too big, dude. How? Yeah. What do you mean? Too. I'm picking David Taylor in that match. Are right, you give me David Taylor? Give me David Taylor. I'll pick David Taylor dude. all day in that match. rather go try to beat Kyle Snyder than David Taylor. I just watched Kyle Snyder. I just watched Kyle Snyder get chest. Right. That's Reese. That was my whole point. Since the yeah, world championship last year, you should be in the weight room. Zahid, just get in. Uh, huge. Zahid, Zahid don't raise no weights. He just raises the roof. What is what does his age have to do with it, Reese? The weight roommate for you at twenty seven. Shut up. You can do that. Yep. People have done that. Maybe maybe if he was Kyle Dake and he was How getting younger old every day. Was David Taylor when he decided to make the the move up. Twenty four. Twenty nah. Wasn't he older? He was older than that. Huh? Zahid doesn't have the frame for 97? Listen, Zahid, <laughs> Zahid can get big enough to wrestle 97. 100%. He's got it in his blood. He can do it. Okay? So, if you know you can get big enough for the weight class, where are you going to go, Reese? Are you going to go against David Taylor or Kyle Snyder? He knows it. Why are you it. talking about his blood like that? He knows it. He knows it. He knows it. Listen, this is Zahid. Zahid wants to beat David Taylor. Okay? He's not worried about what's e- what's his easier path. If he was worried about that, he'd be wrestling for Mexico. What? Are, yeah, so you know what, Ryan? All your suggestions, just foolish. So shut your mouth. No, um, not foolish. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you want to beat David Taylor? Sure. I'm just saying... If you want to make a team for America, you better go try your try out against uh, Kyle Snyder. There's going to be one name up there on that board that says that that you can say next to it, usurped David Taylor. And don't you want that to be yours? 
and not Aaron Brooks. Aaron Brooks should be going up. Aaron Brooks should be going up to 97 kilograms. No. They all should be. They all should be. They literally all should be trying to take out Kyle Snyder and not David Taylor. 97 kilos is such a like a pain in the butt weight. And yeah, wrestling and wrestling out. way better and wrestling way better than Kyle Snyder. And wrestling way better than Kyle Snyder, by the way. Listen, how good how good would what's his name be? Yazdani. How good would Yazdani be without David Taylor? If there's no David Taylor, then that's how good Yazdani is, right? Let's take all his money, his medals, and give it to to Yazdani. That's is what, what I'm saying. saying. David Taylor is the pound for pound king. Pound for pound at 33. Yeah, but. Do you think think so? I think so. Okay, okay. But if he wanted to, Reese, if he wanted to, it look yeah, you're right, you're right. He probably wants to be done, but if he wanted to continue, he could do another fucking cycle and and no one would even touch him. No one would touch him. So this is my point with Zahid. Who do you got a better shot at beating? You know who looks way more vulnerable right now than David Taylor? Thomas Gilman. Everyone, everyone in the nation. Kyle Snyder. Cut that, cut that leg off, Sahid. Get down to fifty-seven. You don't need it. You just need those seven-foot-long arms. Ninety-seven's your weight, Zahid. Do it. Zahid, do what you want. Exactly. You know what, Reese? You and I, <laughs> we're right there. I want Zahid uh, to represent. To represent. Heavyweight's going to be a good one. We got uh, Masumi, Zare, uh, Mason Paris, Gino Petriashvili, and a one Yusuf Hamida. Has, what's, what have the matches looked like between uh, Zar and Masumi? I don't know if I've ever seen any of those matches before. We have no results whatsoever. They have to have had to wrestle off. Like, no way there's no wrestle off. I don't know. Let me see if I can... I, I can think of the one at that Poland last year at 57 kilos. Well, That's it, though. Iranian, like, one that would matter, where basically whoever your heavyweight is, like, has a great shot at being the champ. Is that what you mean? No, I don't know. Not off the top of my head. I've- where you have two really good guys at... Um, Zahid or Zahid? I'm sorry. Yes, Danny and uh, and 15. Who was the Iranian at 66 kilograms? Um, I bet they in 2015. I bet they wrestled, no idea. I bet they wrestled. I bet they wrestled off. A, I bet they wrestled off a little bit. All right. I know. I my. I guess my point was. I bet it happened at a tournament and we just didn't see it when Yes, Danny was at 66 kilograms before he moved up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm watching right now. I'm watching uh, Zare versus Masumi. This is from uh, July 10th, 2022. Um, 
and I can't understand anything I see on the screen because it is in <laughs> their language. Arabic? Uh, dude, I don't know. I'm not going to. Farsi? I'm, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to. Um, but immediately right off the bat, Masumi got to step out. So. Well, that is the one thing that I'm worried about that match happening or seeing it. No. Is there just going to be a push-out fest? Are these two motherfuckers just going to try to push each other out? Well, it's, I think, 9-1 to one now that I have zoomed through the match, and Zare has not given up a point since that first step out. Oh. So, kind of kind of telling you exactly what we're going to see. Oh, he's got an underhook, and what is he doing? He's driving him to the out-of-bounds line. Oh, and he steps out. So, <laughs> there it is. That's probably exactly what happened that entire match. Or, it's a really good match, and... Uh, leading us astray. I don't know. Yeah, this is a great will be great. Yeah, Gassimpour and Snyder. Another another matchup between oh, those whoa, two. Whoa, 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 whoa. doesn't he have someone that's pretty good at his weight? The one guy who keeps uh, uh, Azar Azar Pira, right? Or am I thinking of a different name? Uh, Who's the guy that keeps getting so close to beating Kyle Snyder? Talking about Gassim Pool Age. Gassim Pool Wrestling Gold Age. Okay, that's who it is. I mean, that dude, that dude. That's still. Masumi and Zara has to be, what to Reese's point, has to be the biggest Iranian versus Iranian match to happen in a long time. Yeah. That's a good point. Uh, I don't know why they're wrestling the non Olympic weights at the Zagreb. Uh, at 92 kilos, it's yeah, Schultz, cool. Lujan, and Jackson, and then four foreigners. Why not, right? Are they doing uh, world championships not for non-Olympic weights this year? Maybe. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe. maybe If they are, maybe I'll cut down Joey Lavalle and I'll Evan cut down to, are ready for 79. Maybe I'll cut down to 70 kilograms. Come Where are you at of, right now, right? Come out of retirement. I'm going to hold you to it now. I'm holding you to it. What are you at right one, now? I don't know. Honestly, I have no idea. Uh, I'm gonna <laughs> Is guess, it a one? <laughs> I'm going to guess it's a one right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, this yeah. one. Okay. <laughs> and the next number is either an eight or a seven. Don't know. It's okay. around there, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. you. Uh, yeah. 175 to... Between 180, around there, roughly, just nothing but fat. I'm just fat. I'm just a fat man right now. Look, man. Everybody has their, their time in life. Uh, Gilman and Richards might wrestle again, which would be good. Or the, the German Horstelier will... Um. <laughs> yeah, St. <same>, Reese... <laughs> I was waiting for that. I was waiting. I was waiting for Reese to be like, hey, I'm trying to go work out. Let's let's get done. All right. Wrapping it up. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. If you've managed to listen almost two hours into this podcast, um, do all the things you do for the podcast. Follow it, like it, review it, share it, subscribe it, whatever it is. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs>